When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi. It's the Colleen and Bradley show on MyTalk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. And, um, you know, the one of the things that's come out of our quarantine in this COVID-19 world is uh, the reunions of your favorite old TV shows. I think a lot of people are going nostalgic right now anyway, just in terms of what you're watching, because we're all kind of hearkening back and grabbing for a simpler time. But also, there's so many opportunities now for people to connect over Zoom, over Google Hangouts, over uh, all the other meeting apps. So now we're getting a ton of reunions. Uh, you remember John Krasinski reunited with his office co-stars recently. Um, the uh, cast of That Thing You Do linked up over a virtual screening of the of the comedy after the death of the lead singer of Fountains of Wayne. Um, the Goonies just did a reunion. Friday Night Lights uh, are having a reunion. And Melrose Place is having a reunion tonight. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. What TV show cast would you like to see reunite? Oh, remember the cast of the nanny did a table read mm-hmm. of a show. That was one of the first, yeah. And you know, Bradley, you you brought this. Josh Gad is kind of at the center of a lot of these reunions. Well, he um he's the one behind the Goonies, and there's this new web series, and it's called Reunited Apart with Josh Gad. The first one uh, is the Goonies, and that premiered yesterday. It was actually. I mean, I'm sure somewhere uh, was paying attention better than we were, but I saw this yesterday morning, and it took place live at about 11 o'clock our time yesterday uh, morning, Mm -hmm. Uh, but then I watched it when I got home, and it was about 30 minutes, like 26-some minutes, of Josh Gad hosting a reunion with literally your favorite people from the Goonies, and not only your favorite people, but like the writer, the director, and Steven Spielberg. So he brought all of these people together. Um, and it was just like, frankly, I think one of the reasons these are um, happening is because it's so it takes such little resources mm-hmm. to make it happen. You literally just have to have the people. And by the way, nobody's doing anything. Right. So everybody is available to show up for these things. Right. So um, and and you I honestly I mean, well, they I'm had, sorry, but, you know, Corey Feldman, he's ready for anything. Well, and it's interesting um, that you bring up Corey Feldman because when I saw him show up, I was like, whoa, they look, I mean, weird. Like, you know, everybody else on the cast is like, oh, hi. Hi, Corey Feldman. Good to see you again. Because he's kind of in a weird place. And by the way, he's the only one that was like international. Put a pin in that. He didn't 
elaborate on where he's stuck, but he is allegedly stuck somewhere far away because of his documentary. The documentary about him being sexually abused. Yeah, the documentary that never actually... Like only bits and pieces aired. And by the way, in that... So one of the fascinating things about the Goonies one was Mm -hmm. like they introduced Corey and he's like, yeah, I'm stuck far away from all of you guys and it's because of my new documentary. And Josh is like, that's great. Okay, moving on. Oh my gosh. So thank God they didn't like focus on it. But but he like... They did some lines from the movie which were just delightful. Um, But they also did some other lines. Well, in the intervening years. But they, they actually oddly all sounded... Very similar to the, you know, when they were like just kids. It it was really um, fun to watch. And you can still watch it online. It's available. And it's the first of hopefully more of this kind of thing. And uh, in this particular case, Josh Gad did it for charity. So I love this. And I, I don't know whose idea it was, but it's genius. Uh, and I love that Josh Gad is the one to do it. And that's, I got to do that after the show. Watch the Goonies one. 651-641-1071. What cast of a TV show of your would you like to see reunite? Let's go to the phones. Liz is on the line. Hi, Liz. Hi. Okay, so what cast would you like to see reunite? I would like to see the show Moonlighting with Bruce Willis. Oh, and God, Bruce yeah. Shepherd. Right? Oh, that would be such a Wouldn't bizarre be- reunion. <laughs> Wouldn't that? Sybil Shepherd, Hello. She's got that delightfully deep voice. She does. What is she up to? Thank you, Liz. That's a great... Plus, I just want to hear the theme song to that song, or to that TV show. Is that Bruce Willis that sings the song? Did I just make that up? No, it's Al Jarreau. Um, Yeah, you know, Bruce Willis, Al Jarreau. Sorry, I gotta get my beer. Hold on. Yeah, where's your beer? (laughs) Take another swig. Is that an IPA? No, it's it's an L.A. Croix. (laughs) L.A. Croy. La Croy. Mm, um, it's so West Coast. No, what is so? It is Al Jarreau that does the yes. moonlighting theme song. Yes. Do you have it? Available, Can they get him Holly? together? I have that. Hold on oh, a second. Bradley. Other than facts of life, um, you know, in this moment, because they wouldn't have all the characters. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I'm trying to think of more recent shows that have gone the way. Uh, I will say more of the recent shows. Right, they've actually done the the reuniting. Will and Grace and. Friends right? almost. Well, and yeah, oh, here's one. Okay, I'm I'm sorry. I've probably mentioned the show 15 times in the last three weeks on this show. Felicity. I would love to see a reunion of Felicity, the cast of Felicity, because I loved that show. Who's in that cast again? Remind so that's us. like Carrie Russell. Um, oh, gosh, hold on. I got to get their names because I just know Noel and Ben. What about Remington Steele? Oh, that would be good, too. <laughs> Are they both with us? I know Pierce yeah, Brosnan. Yeah, Pierce Brosnan is. But I don't know about um, uh, that lady, um, Stephanie Zimbalist. Yeah, what's she up to? Didn't we look her up recently? See, then I think about Three's Company, but you couldn't do Three's I Company. I know, it's sad. I mean, you could do She's just... still alive. Yeah, and what's uh, Janet's still alive? Yeah, Janet and Chrissy. I mean, they, Although they I don't think like they each like other. each other Mm-mm, very much. Not at well, all. I feel like nobody really was a fan of Suzanne Summers because of what she did. Yeah, Stephanie Zimbalist, by the way, alive, she's alive. and well. Yep. Uh huh. She was. Uh, yeah. I don't heart know to heart. You know. That would be good. Are they both oh, alive? Oh, oh, married with children. Oh, that'd be a good oh, one. That'd be a good one. Yeah. That'd that would actually be a really good one. Those those sort of like late eighties, nineties. What about oh, you can't do Amen. Oh, that's I mean 
I mean, you could. It's happening in a different realm. Um, we got the, I got this uh, note from Angela who said the cast of Life Goes On. Do you remember that show? Life Goes I On. Loved, no. And so do we. No, not that one. That's Empty Nest. Patty Lapone was in Life Goes On. What is Life Goes On? You don't remember that show? I, maybe I do, but you have to Patty refresh Lepone my memory. Patty Lapone played the mom in that show. Uh, it was the story of a family with one of this one of the kids, the son, um, had Down syndrome. And it was sort of... It was oh, this, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Late 80s, I think yep. it was. Oh, such a great show. I love. What do you want to see come back? Um. Oh, see, now I'm stuck on Life Goes On. Full House? That would be good. Not Full House. Um, That's not what I we meant. We did that. That's it's not called the one Fuller meant. House. That's not the one. Have another I beer, meant. honey. No, what is the one? <laughs> Chad, Chad... My two dads. No. Step by step. Oh, that would be good. Because that's also Suzanne Summers. No, nope, I'm th- it's a different one. Oh, it's step by one. step was a really Wilford good Brimley show. Was in this one. Oatmeal? Um, no. Oh gosh, you guys, this is gonna drive me crazy. <laughs> um, I'm gonna tell you after the break what the Our House. It was called Our House. Do you remember that show? It was on in like the uh 80s, late 80s, Deidre Hall. Oh yeah. Yeah, Wilford Brimley. Um, a grandfather oh cares for his departed son's wife and children. It was such a great show. Um, what about Perfect Strangers? That would be good. Belki Bartakamus. All right, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, that was what fun about for cops? Us. I mean, did you know that Wilford Brimley was only fifty years old when he did? Okay, Cocoon? so you did. You tried to do <laughs> this so to me crazy. last week. No, Didn't that was you? just a general thought. It, it wasn't. Just, it you was were like, "Oh, you're about you. the age yeah. of Wilford Brimley." Yeah. No, it's just on your like, birthday. I think she did say yeah. that too. Oh, you're I did right. say that about uh, you approaching the yeah, Archie no, Bunker I'm line. Fully aware. But it's just a, a fun fact. <laughs> Is it? Who's it fun for? When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, um, it's kind of become a staple of our quarantine time, Amish food chat, where Bradley and I talk about the Amish ways that we're preparing food right now. And don't worry, they can't hear us. They don't have radios. After this on My Talk 107.1. Smart speakers are the new radios, but sometimes Alexa can be a little tricky. For tips on enabling your Amazon Echo to play My Talk, go to mytalk1071.com, keyword Alexa. Conversation, And this is the beginning of my week because I was off yesterday on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Hi. Um, because yesterday I was off, I didn't get to have our regular weekend conversation where the three of us sit around and talk about all of the things that we made from scratch over the weekend because we are exploring an Amish life. 
during our quarantine. It's a simple thing. We're Amish curious. We are Amish curious. Like, I like the part where you, like, you know, churn your own butter and make your own bread and that kind of stuff. But I'm not down with, like, no electricity and partying with Jedediah in the barn. Yeah, we're not Um, there yet. We're not there yet. However, um, okay, so I did, so last night I had class until about 4.30, and I immediately got done with class, and I set off to make something I've never done before. I made lasagna all the way from scratch. Oh, awesome. And I don't What do you mean, mean all the way from scratch? I mean I made the noodles, the wow. sauce, the innards, the everything. How long did that take? So it you know, the thing about lasagna is that even like you have to it has to be in the oven for like over an hour. Yeah. So it took me about I've got my noodle making down pretty well because yeah, you, I do noodles all the time. I was gonna say noodles are not new. Yeah, exactly. Those are oldles. They're oldles for me. So, like, I've got the noodle making down, but then you have to, when you're making homemade lasagna noodles, there's a step in between that I had not anticipated where you have to take the noodle sheets and you boil them for like three minutes and then you plunge them in cold water and then you like put them to the side to like dry for a little bit. And I had not anticipated that. That ended up, but I figured it out so that then I made the sauce. While that was happening, the whole thing took about an hour and 45 That's minutes. That's not bad at all. It wasn't. I, I mean, it's a lot, obviously, a lot. but like in these times, what's an hour and a half? It's true. Two like, hours. What else am I doing? Also, yeah. I was like the Swedish chef. I think I used every pot and pan mm. and utensil in the kitchen. Yeah. But it was fun and it was, you know, and the whole, and the thing about it is, I don't know. I The thing that I don't like is when I make a dinner and then we sit down and, and my kids are always going to do the thing where they're like, ew, don't make me Don't you hate it. that as like the person who cooks? Like you don't oh. need a lot of praise, but like at least show some respect or for like, the food I just put on your table. Take a bite without gagging. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Um. So my kids, two of my kids at least, will always like not be happy with what's in front of them. Um, but, but for me, like the satisfaction of it, it was so good. And I don't know if it actually was that good, Oh, it's but it was so good. Like that is so much gooder. Mm. Well, first of all, let's be real. Even I'm, I'm assuming it was amazing, but even bad lasagna, even bad noodles, cheese and meat sauce. Yeah. Give it to me, please. All day, every day. I want to take a bath Mm -hmm. in it. But, um, the key there is that you made it, so it just makes it taste that much better because yes. you're marveling at the thing that's like becoming clear to all of us is that when you actually make something, there's like love in it, and love tastes good. Mm. Yeah, it was so, real good. Um, I made a bunch of food on Sunday. I was, but I got to that Swedish chef point where I was just throwing dishes around and flying around the kitchen and yelling and screaming at myself. Trying to make sure everything, you know, was getting done. But then you sit down and there's nothing like, you know, having a big fat table full of food. It's so true. So what all did you make this weekend? Um, I made some Indian. I call it um, fake Indian. Mm -hmm. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now, open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Indian food because mm-hmm. I'm not an Indian cook, but um, mm-hmm. you know, I do sort of Indian ish things. And uh, I tried to make that um, flatbread roti. Mm. And I've tried like three times, and you guys, every time I fail miserably, but like I figure someday it'll all come together. It probably still tastes good. I mean, you know, we ate it. I mean, it, like, so that's my other thing is sometimes I have happy accidents where I'm like, it didn't turn out the way I thought it was going to turn out, like I'm used to. But it was edible. Yeah, it was almost like Indian tacos. We were mm. like, this is kind of like Indian tacos, which I don't even know if that's a thing, but it kind of is now. Have you made tortillas from scratch yet? No, because I don't have lard. And <laughs> I was looking at videos online, and they all said you have to use lard. Okay, well, let me ask. I have a girlfriend who makes her uh, tortillas from scratch like every day. Oh, wow. Like all, Well, not every day, but very often because she got like a tortilla press and then her husband was like, you better make a lot of tortillas to make yeah. that thing worth it. And she does. She loves it. But I'll ask her what her recipe no, is. That would be great. tells me she or doesn't have lard either. If there's people, because, okay, so I don't know who I was telling the story to and I apologize if I'm repeating myself, but with the Indian flatbread roti, it's kind of like tortillas, but whole wheat and not any oil or fat. Mm-hmm. Just a little bit of butter swiped on at the end. Yum. Mm. It makes me think of like Lefsa mm. in a way, um, except whole wheat flour. But I've been watching the same video over and over and over again of this woman make. Because I don't know if you do this in this moment where you're like, I want to learn how to make this. So I go to YouTube. Yep. I found this video of this like Indian mother who shows you how to make it. And she literally goes like this. Okay, so you take a half a cup of flour half a cup of water, mix it up into a sticky ball, and then you roll out four portions, and then you you know, roll out each one, uh-huh. and then you throw it in the pan and flip it. And she's doing this, right? Uh-huh. It looks so easy. I did that, and every single time, it turns out like it's a, mess. it's a hot mess. You do have to do it a lot, though, to get, like, the first few times I made noodles, they were not great. They were still do fine. Do you use a recipe for your noodles? Not anymore. You'll have to share with I us how to make your noodles. I got my own recipe. All right, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we've got celebrities behaving badly. We have a name for them. That D-bags. Name is D-bags. We'll tell you who they are after this on My Talk 107.1. Celebrities behaving badly. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 107.1 streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Hi. And uh, we have a name for those celebrities behaving badly. That name is... D-bags. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Who's your D-bag? Kanye West. Oh, what did he do? He's a frequent flyer. Boom, boom. Bing, boom. I kind of think that some of this has to do with the fact that his sister-in-law, Kylie Jenner, gets a lot of uh, attention for being the youngest self-made billionaire. Like he's like, uh, hold a minute. I need my attention too. Thank kind you. Of. And you know, here's, and I actually, you know what? Maybe Forbes is part of the problem too. So I'm going to maybe call them like a minor D bag on the side. Um, Kanye West uh, has now been given the title of billionaire by Forbes magazine. Um, 
finally they gave him this this uh, title because they he started to bother them. He was like, hey, guys, you've undervalued me. You need to add me to that list of billionaires. Oh. And Forbes on Friday gave him that title because they finally made him hand over his financial records. And this is what this is my thing. <clears throat> this is my thing. What's your thing? My thing is this. What's your thing? Why is it so important for rich people to notify the entire world exactly how rich they actually are? Because it makes them richer. Oh my gosh. I'm so, so this is so ridiculous. What I love this is like this is what we call rich by faking rich. Mm-hmm. Like being be, getting rich by faking rich. Like if I say I'm rich enough times i will just become the rich because people will be like oh he's the rich mm-hmm. let me give him some more things to do and money and things because it's kind of like that celebrity thing right like publicationships publicationships are just a vehicle to get publicity right mm-hmm. like oh we're going to use our relationship to get attention and so then you've got a whole mess of those somebody sees that it works and then they're like oh i'm gonna do that mm-hmm. well in the same way we've seen that kylie jenner has um, you know, gotten a lot of attention for being a quote billionaire. Although, by all accounts, she's technically not really a billionaire, right? But apparently, from what I'm reading in this article, Forbes has like a, an entire vetting process that they go through in order to actually bestow that title upon people. But it's it's their definition, and mm. I believe that their definition of a billionaire is not pers- not necessarily what you and I would probably consider a billionaire. That's a person with a billion dollars in the bank. Right, right. right. They calculate uh, assets, including, for example, for Kanye West, his Yeezy sneaker collaboration with Adidas. Uh, that brought him to royalties over $140 million in sales last year. And then they look at his properties, um, other assets, his record label, all of which are worth at least $90 million. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, but it's not like he can go to the bank and say, I've got a million dollars in the bank, right? No. Um, and so then they just get this money. Like, they they try to lure Forbes or whatever, you know, place is going to give you this crown of billionaire to give them that crown so they jump through all the hoops because then you can have that billionaire name attached to your um you know attached to your brand mm-hmm. and then it's just sort of self fulfilling yeah which you know works for them so i mean you see why people continually do that i mean there are a lot of billionaires you'll never know about because they don't need to go out into the world and tell everybody they a billionaire exactly i just yeah i just the te- the headline that i had originally read about this was kanye west texts forbes uh, yeah, he sent the magazine a text to say it undervalued him. And that's how this all began. Yeah. Well, and now you've got these magazines trying to stay relevant. That's true. In this time, Ugh. Vogue, et cetera, who use celebrity to, you know, sell um, magazines. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's very symbiotic. Yes. Who do you got, <sighs> trainer? Who's um, your D-bag my today? My D-bag is actually Downton Abbey. What? Mm-hmm. And Sotheby's in particular. This is uh, D-Bag by, by Envy. Oh, I love these. So this is just me saying, I want this. Why mm-hmm. can't I have this? Mm-hmm. So you know how like in this moment, everybody's like auctioning things off yep. for charity, which is so awesome and amazing. Although some of it's a little weird. Like remember that Gwyneth Paltrow thing where she was like, I'm going to give you some stuff. And we're like, how are you going to give anybody anything? Right. And then like Kim Kardashian did this. It's that all in challenge thing where 
Kim Kardashian was like, we're going to like fly you to L.A. and put you up at a big fancy hotel. And then we're going to hang out with all my favorite peeps. And we're like, when is that going to happen? Yeah, actually? the last place I'm going right now is L.A. Um, but <laughs> there's another one to add. And it's Downton Abbey. Apparently, Sotheby's is auctioning off a virtual tour of High Clare Castle. Oh. Which sounds delightful, but only the ultimate insider who is the top bidder for mm-hmm. this experience is going to get Hugh Bonneville and Elizabeth McGovern <gasps> taking them through a private uh, tour of Downton Abbey, a.k.a. High Clare Castle. Mm-hmm. Now, this all is benefiting International Rescue Committee, which does great work um, with refugees and specifically around coronavirus. But... Um, can we just talk about the fact that like they should give this away to yes. somebody? Like everybody put in ten bucks. I mean, Tim, I feel like they'd earn more money. That I way. know because I want to go on this because tour. some rich person who can outbid everybody else, they got High Clear Castle. They could just buy High right? Castle. <laughs> like this, don't this just seems a little tone deaf? Uh-huh. Like I get what you're doing, and yes, thank you, raise money for charity. But rich folk always get to rich. I think auctions, unless you're a rich person, auctions are kind of, you know, they can be problematic mm-hmm. because not everybody can get in on the fun. It's true. And then it's not fun yeah. when you can't get in on it. Yeah. But like if everybody, if they said, hey, lottery style, everybody donate. And I don't know what rules you have to go through, but like that Omaze thing yep. where everybody can, um, you know, donate a certain amount and then get their name in the hat. And you probably aren't going to win it anyway, but at least you yep. have the, you at least have the pretense that perhaps it's like when you buy a lottery ticket, yeah. you get to it. I call it like a dream tax. Yeah. Like you pay for the lottery ticket. And as a result, you get to dream about what you would do with all that money. Yeah. And that you're not going to win. Also, maybe have like a special auction for like a trip to High Clare Castle once all this, you know, pandemic business goes away. Mm-hmm. And then the re- give the rest of us the, the virtual tour. Hello and thank you. Yes. Uh, by the way, can I can I give a little plug for a little local uh, mansion that's doing awesome work on their Facebook page? Who's that? You guys know how much I love the Glencheen Mansion oh, yeah, in, Duluth. in Duluth. If you follow them on Facebook, they're just really because, you know, there's still people that have to take care of the house. Right. So they can't just like, you know, they have to close it down for tours, but they're not just like deuces where nobody's there. Somebody goes there every day and does, you know, the rounds of certain things that they have to do. Right. To keep the house up yeah. and to keep it clean, et cetera. So the people, like the custodians of the house, are doing these awesome Facebook Lives. Oh, that's cool. Which, if you've been to the house, are fascinating because you remember those different rooms. And also, those. the other thing about Glensheen Mansion is that it still changes because they still are always working on the history of the place. They have all kinds of things that they've got cataloged, different pieces of furniture, different things that they will bring out every once in a while, rooms that they will open. It always changes. So it's not like if you've seen it once, you've seen it. Yeah. Um, you still get to see new things. And what's really cool about, even if you haven't seen Glenchine, um, when you go to this Facebook page, you're seeing all these really awesome parts of the of the building you've never like that you the, it's just amazing yeah you're and, and getting they, to getting to see things you don't normally see and they tell you the story of how life was at that time and to me that's the most fascinating part right is that the conversation about you know how a day in the life of these richie mcritchie pants would look mm-hmm. and what you do with all those damn rooms mm-hmm. anyway i just i think it's fascinating. I dead bodies 
Mm-hmm. Oh, they didn't even hide him. Nope. They just left him right there out in the open. By the way, read the books. The murders at Glenshine are fascinating. Um, in any case, uh, that's my little tip for the day. So if you really want a tour of a place that you can actually get a virtual tour of, Glenshine Mansion, if you have trillions of dollars and you want to donate them, you can maybe get a tour of Highclere Castle. Yeah. When we come back right here on the Colleen and Bradley show, we have to do a little publicationship roundup. Yes. Okay. So we have to update on Schwat. I understand there's a bun in the Schwat oven. Yeah. Sadly. Uh, sadly. Oh, I mean, I. <laughs> <laughs> great. I meant say, great. great. I meant sadly that um, we have to talk about them. Okay. I'm happy that they're actually having a baby. Yeah. Uh, and then, oh, and then I've got a Chonus story for you guys. What's a Chonus? It's a Chur Priyanka Chopra and a Nick Jonas. And what is a publicationship for those who a don't A relationship know? for publicity. And while we're at it, we might as, say, as well say, what's a schwat? That's a Katherine Schwarzenegger, Chris Pratt. Yeah. So we'll talk about all of those things after this on My Talk 1071. I love Jalupa. Oh. By the way, free tacos at Taco Bell today, I believe, you guys. Mm-hmm. Free with your Jalupa. Run for the border. Uh, this is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. It's yes. Dua Lipa. It is Dua Lipa. Um, if you drive through Taco Bell today, free Doritos Locos Tacos. Yummy. Yes, one free flaming Hot Dorito. Have you gone through a drive-thru? Uh, no, no. I haven't either. I mean, not, I mean, yes, I don't ever, normally yes, go. But not th- since yeah, quarantine, no. I meant since quarantine, since nope. about the f- second week of March. No, Yeah, I, really I don't haven't. typically, it's not my usual, um, unless it's like in the middle of the night and I'm trying to hide. <laughs> uh, but... I go. I've gone through the Starbucks delivery. Yeah, but not or delivery drive through. Uh, but that's not why we're here. Why are we here? We're here to talk about publicationships. Bradley, okay. what is a publicationship? Look, it's what Colleen and I call relationships for publicity. It's uh, something celebrities do on the regular to try to get attention and money and jobs in Hollywood. It's true. And uh, what what publicationship shall we begin with? Well, I want to give you a heads up because one of the publicationships we mentioned briefly yesterday was Schwat. Schwat is Catherine Schwarzenegger and Chris Pratt, mm-hmm. they announced uh, that they were having a baby. Oh, congratulations. Yes. So people will do this thing where they will say, um, they're having a baby. See, their relationship is real. Well, okay. Do you ever know anybody that had a baby that didn't really have the best marriage mm-hmm. ever? Yeah. Okay. So it, I don't care about their actual relationship. I'm just saying whatever relationship they have, they are using an, a version of that to sell themselves mm-hmm. in Hollywood. Okay, so that's you know fascinating story that doesn't tickle my uh, <laughs> yep mm-hmm. my fancy yep most days. Mm-hmm. But what does is this story that I read uh, from the People, and I want you to tell me what normally happens when we see a headline from People. It means the call is coming from inside the house. Okay, so in other words, one of the members of the party of which they are speaking has delivered the information directly to the magazine so headline katherine schwarzenegger and chris pratt quote wanted to enjoy pregnancy news quote privately says source Mm -hmm. chris and katherine are so happy 
No. So I go to the article and I'm like, okay, so I just know when I see an article about Katherine Schwarzenegger and Chris Pratt in People magazine, this is coming from their people. And what's the story they're trying to tell us? The story they're trying to tell us is like, they are over the moon about expecting their first child together. They're so happy. Look, they really wanted to enjoy this time privately for as long as possible, meaning insinuating that they didn't really want this to be public. They just wanted to enjoy it as a family. They're not using this news to get attention. Oh, no. Oh, no. When you know full well, this is exactly what they're doing. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. You don't learn about people's pregnancy unless what? They want you to learn about Thank you. it. If you don't want people to know, you just don't say it. You know this in your daily life, right? Right. People, if they don't want to tell you that they're pregnant, they don't. They don't tell you. And then maybe things get a little bit awkward when they're like nine months and you're like, is that person pregnant? What's going on? Well, and then you do the thing where you don't talk about it because it's not your business and you don't want to be rude in case she doesn't. So they actually go uh, in this article. uh, They were seen several times over the weekend enjoying multiple bike rides throughout Los Angeles just hours before news the pregnancy broke. Okay. Before they told us. Because the pregnancy broke. (laughs) Well, the water. No, (laughs) the the news broke. Right. Like, uh, be clear. They didn't. The news was broken by them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, exactly. um, uh, they were photographed enjoying a bike ride together. Mm. Then on Sunday, they were seen biking through Venice. Mm. Um, they basically, you know, they knew that they were going to have to say something at some point because she was going to have that baby bump. Okay. <sighs> but they just had to get, you know, ahead of the story. How old, how, how far along is she? Do we know? Seven I don't care. Why am I and asking? a half years old. She's been pregnant for seven and a half No, he's years? already got a seven and a half year old. I thought maybe she was okay. like seven and a half weeks or something. No, I don't know. But okay. she's probably not that far along. Whatever. What's the standard? Usually people wait to tell until the first trimester is done. So like 12 or 13 weeks. So, you know, and I get it. She probably thought people are going to start noticing. Although in this time, the only way they're noticing, honey, is when they're is on when their paparazzi on, walks. When you're Gosh. like, so like, again, I was born at night, but, but I was not born last night. Like this is totally planned par for the course. And I get mm. it. Some of you are rolling your eyes like, duh. I just wanted you to know that the celebs are out doing what they do. Well, uh, you remember last week when we were talking about Chonus? What's a Chonus? Priyanka Chopra, Nick Jonas. We were like, hey, how come we never see any pictures of the two of them together? Yeah. Well, we finally have a picture of the two of them together on Priyanka Chopra's Instagram. And I have at least one question. Okay. So open up this uh, story, Bradley. It's a picture of Priyanka Chopra. And uh, Nick Jonas has his arm around her waist. She has her arm around him. She's looking mm. at his ear. He's so looking s- with a smoldering glare at the camera. And the, um, the, the, what's the word? The caption is felt like wearing a sari. So I did at home. Miss everyone. Heart. 
and then she tags Nick Jonas. Okay. Okay, so it's a beautiful picture. She looks gorgeous. She always does. Um, but he, I remember I said I have at least one question. What's your one question? I got uh, more than one. Oh, okay. here's the first one. How do we know that this was taken recently? We don't. No, of course not. Second question. If you're in quarantine, who's holding the camera? Mm, it's true. Mm-hmm. Right? You mean to tell me you set that up on a tripod and then just got that little uh, moment? No, that did not happen. No. Well, actually, I have the answer. Ooh. What is it? I mean, it? so do you. So do, so does everybody who listens to the Colleen and Bradley show. This didn't. This is not a recent picture. Well, potentially. Uh-huh. But also... There's a random stranger in their house. Well, that's true. We do know that because we saw the video. Yeah. So there was a video of a guy um, walking behind her and everybody's like, oh, look, Nick Jonas uh, video bombs her during a video. No, uh, that is not Nick Jonas. And you can clearly tell it's not Nick Jonas. It doesn't look anything like Nick Jonas. So maybe they have a photographer with them. I would not be surprised. Yeah, but I don't even think they're together. Because here's my other thing. Are you ready for it? Are you ready for it? This is first of all, I think that she realized it had been a long time since either of them had posted a picture of the two of them together. And honestly, if you're a real couple that's head over heels in love, what else are you doing? Right. Like you're sitting around. Well, you're going to produce some content of the two of you together. If you if you're really working your publicationship or or you just well, yes, if you're working your publicationship. Yes. Right. And they're not working their publicationship right now because they're not together. They've always been so late. It is so weird to me. They they beat us over the head with their publicationship during the lead up to and the uh, actual marriage. Right. Mm -hmm. And then the like, um, you know, several weeks afterward that we were still covering the story. But then there got to be a certain point where they just started getting lazy. Yes. In posting um, publicationship content. Then the second piece of this all is if you guys are really together in quarantine and you realize like you haven't posted up a picture of the two of you together for a long time and you want to dress up and post a picture, then like, here's how I'll believe you're really together in quarantine. Can you guess? Give me some live Instagram video. Oh, uh, sure. Yeah. With like a newspaper. Because that's never going to happen. <laughs> With a newspaper. <laughs> Thank you. Like, you know, before and after fitness photos. Right. Yes, exactly. a newspaper. Also, I'm looking at a post from three days ago yeah. on Nick Jonas's mm-hmm. Instagram account mm-hmm. of some actual video. His hair mm-hmm. up front is very long. Yeah. In the See? photograph that is with Priyanka Chopra. His, very short. His hair, yes. well, or you can't tell. Yes. Like, you just, you can't tell because... Which is so convenient. Yeah, because it's an old picture. You guys, when we come back... Lies! I just, you know, I just, do better. You can do better, all right? You're in the business of illusion. Do better. When we come back... Uh, what what nineties TV show are you gonna binge? Six five one six four one one. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.